0: Hey, everybody, welcome to Jen Lowry Writes. Today I'm celebrating a new book, Fact versus Fiction. It is my Southern poetry collection and it released on April the 30th, which was Friday. And I picked today for our 2 p.m. celebration. So thanks for joining me in real time. Or if you're catching it on the replay, welcome to the party. And we've got Tish Bouvier. She's here. Happy poultry celebration, she said. Tish, thank you so much for all of your support and care and prayers for me. I just so love you. Um. So guys, fact versus fiction. When we have launch parties here, I love to talk about like the behind the scenes. How did it all come together? Where did inspiration hit? And I have got us. Some giveaways today of the book so you can get your ebook copies and I want to share my screen so you guys can see our fact versus fiction cover know that we're gonna be on YouTube twitch and Facebook author page streaming this live so when I click back and forth between Here in the StreamYard link, if I start seeing comments and I'm talking to people, they could be on other platforms just to let you know that's how it works because I triple stream. And so I know it's May and you're like, wait, didn't you launch this on April the 30th? Yes. However, why not continue to have the party and celebrate? And today was just a great day for me to be able to sit here with you guys and read some poetry because I'm going to give you guys um, some sneak peeks into the book, then I'm going to challenge you in the chat to write your own poetry about a setting, place, person, or time. So we're going to get some writing in at the same time during this launch party. So get ready to do that. And then I would love it if you could share it out in the chat or share it with the world. So I'm going to check back over into StreamYard just to see. Okay, I'm going to be moving back and forth. All right, guys. So fact versus fiction, of course, the facts are going to be my loves, my life. You're pretty much the first part of this book and the way that it is set up. It is clearly testimony of my life and a snapshot of where I am now so when I wrote southern poetry I'm gonna oh she has a friend hooray um when I write my poetry it's really personal it's really oh this is the party this is the party Tish, Michelle said, hey, so we just started talking about the behind the scenes and how this fact part of the book is like me right now within the past month or two and poems that are just coming straight out of lived experience from the beginning on part one and then part two of the book." are all my character POV poetry, which was super fun to do because I was able to go back and go through old poems that I wrote from the Hartwell Chronicles days with my Teenage Exorcist book to new poetry from Luca in Love Over Pizza. So the character POV poetry is all in part two, which is the fiction part. So I just want to let you guys know that this two part, you'll transition. And I started with me first. So you could kind of get to know the lady behind all these books. And then you get to have an opportunity to step in and meet my my parents, meet my characters. So, all right. I need my phone because people are dinking in. Yay. I just got a yay. Oh, Michelle, I just got a text from you. Did you hear it? (laughs) i'm so glad you guys are here (laughs) all right so i want to also kind of share some pictures with you guys because you get to hear the words today you get to get the book and you get to read the poetry but yeah it started at two i don't know what happened michelle did it freeze i don't have a lot of tabs open what is up I'm just glad y'all are here. All right. So, of course, inspirations have to come from me and Eli. Now, listen, I don't put tons of pictures of me and Eli on because Eli just really kind of doesn't like take pictures, but he's so handsome, y'all. But I've got these that I was allowed to share, which I, I got permission to go out and uh, say, come on, baby, you're my inspiration. I got to brag on you again. And I just want to uh, read this Bible verse. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. First Corinthians 13, 7. So when I approach Eli and say, well, baby, I'm going to start to write a book. He's going to say, what now? What are you working on? And he's him and the boys, um, my boys here, Solomon and Samuel, They are like the two that I go to first and we kind of start talking about the book and I'm sharing in my projects and what's happening. And then I'll contact my author friends and I'll be like, guys, I'm writing a new book and I'm telling everybody then on social media to like keep up with the author journey. But I do want to let you know that my support system at home is extremely strong and Eli believes in me and he's always encouraging me. And then he jokes me about, wait, what book are you working on? I'm lost. I'm lost. What are we doing now? <laughs> and so, even Michelle, my sweet, dear, my sweet, dear sister in Christ, my sweet, dear friend, Michelle, Fat Versus Fiction, you were getting it into with Hello Words. It was hilarious. I was like, you're like Eli, Michelle. Yes. That's, that's my love. This is our first date here. This is our first date picture. And this was us when we went to my friend's 50th celebration surprise party. Um, and so this one was um, more recent. And this one, of course, was way back in the day, six years ago now, that we've been together. And so that was me being cheesy and red-faced on my first date. So you guys get to see the kind of like the then and the now. But um, I did want to just give shout outs to Eli and the boys for just always putting up with me from what do you think of this cover to what do you think of this poem? Or now I've started sharing my poetry with the boys now and Samuel loved one of them so much he even shared it with his piano teacher um, that one didn't make this book but maybe one day that one will make a book somehow maybe a, a song in a in a book with a character who knows but I'm now starting to share a lot of my work with Solomon and Samuel and I'm gonna get to share some of that with you today. Um, I do want to talk about my parents, and I'm not going to cry to so I'm just going to say this really fast, but this is my mama and my daddy, and they are truly my inspirations. Um, I often write poetry about them and from experiences lived with them, and that's okay. Okay, I'm going on. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Now, some other inspirations that hit this book. This is Bill's Place right here. There's Natalie. Now, guys, I can't tell you how many times I've sat on one of these stools in Bill's Place my whole life eating hot dogs and chili cheese fries. There is no place better than Bill's Place hot dogs. And I'm going to actually take you guys on a tour of my hometown. So I'm excited about that. You're going to get to see what matters so much to me and how it always ends up either in one of my poems somehow or just in my books. So when I tell you guys I'm from a small town, y'all about to see. And then Safeway got into it this time. Now, you can see there's a car out there in the parking lot at Safeway Market. Now, I pulled this one off the internet. But there are no more cars in that parking lot because Safeway closed. And I don't want to cry about all this stuff. So I just want to let you know that my hometown got into this book because it's a fact that I love my people and I love my place. And so today... We're celebrating that. And I get to read some of the poems to you guys. So, oh, there's, hey, Mary. So glad you're here. Yes, Tish. I'm so glad you're here, Mary. And then you get to meet Michelle, too. So, such memories, said Tish. And and I want to let you guys know that for me, when I'm writing, Sorry, guys. This is the kids. They're messaging me <laughs> um, when I'm writing. Not only are my inspirations always with me, you know, Jesus is always with me and he finds his way into the book too. Uh, he has to. Um, my heartbeat is for the Lord. And I'm just so blessed that he's given me an opportunity to be able to write. And to be able to have a platform where not only I can share the joy that he's brought to my life and all the blessings that he's brought to my life, but also how he helps me through grief, through loss, through change, through transition. And so I don't know, you know, all of you poets out there that are watching this or those of you who are starting to write poetry. Poetry is a personal expression for me. Now, that means that when I see it and it's time for me to write, an inspiration hits. Whatever that inspiration could be, I just let those words come. And I have that moment between me and that blank page, the Lord and that memory. And then when that comes and it's there and it's living in that space, It's a way that helps me to process. It's a way that helps me to celebrate and to remember. So when I have my poetry collection, am I saying it's award-winning poetry (laughs) that, you know, no? I'm saying it's a part of my life. It is a part of my heart. And I get to share a little bit of that with the world. And there is vulnerability there because it is my life, but that's the risk that we take as authors or poets because that expression is freedom. It is freedom for me. And so with that being said, I want to read some to you guys. All right. All right. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got first. All right. So I'm going to share with you guys the first poem in the book. And then I'll explain why I put it first. Um, It's called Jesus First. (laughs) Joy forever. So number one point. Jesus. Others. You. Jesus our yes. Joy over years. Just open. Your heart to Him. Joy. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. John three sixteen. Jesus had to come first in this book, because that is a fact. But Jesus is the first in my life, and so if anybody is picking up a <laughs> fact versus fiction they're going to get that one first and even if it's a look inside they're going to get a bible verse and they're going to get about how joy can come from the lord and the lord alone so i had to put that one first and so to look inside matters y'all maybe somebody will get inside look and they'll see joy over years jesus others you jesus are yes amen All right, so that's the first one that I wanted to share. And so this one honors my parents. Um, And it's the second one in the book, and it's called One Star. And it is a haiku. And I think Tish um, would be very proud of me because Tish Bouvier, that's in the chat over on YouTube, she is a haiku poet. And I have never written haiku until Tish tish has inspired me and encouraged me in so many ways and i love writing haikus now like three haikus made it into fact versus fiction because of tish Bouvier, and so look tish is the haiku queen y'all you need to check out Tish's latest book. It's called Everyday Haiku, Life is a Prayer. I love it so very much. It was a number one. And so Tish, you touch my heart so much. I'm so proud of you. I just love what the Lord is doing in your life. And I'm so blessed now that I have a haiku that now honors my parents because of you. So thank you, Tish, for just spreading your light and your joy and just letting me be a part of your life. So, all right, Tish, here we go. So, Tish, you can say what you think of it. (laughs) It's called One Star. I am but one star, yet part of constellations, galaxy, entwined. And so I think of my parents, you know, I'm a part of their constellation. I'm a part of their legacy. And I am but one star, but we are a galaxy entwined, all of us together. And so that one is to my parents. Um, and probably if you read that one, you probably would say, Jim, like, that's not about your parents. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> because my parents are like the moon and the stars in my life. So symbolically, I look at that and I say, you know, that's how poetry hits me. And so, um, so that was how i okay, cannot be crying about, you know, my parents and stuff. I'm going to try not to. I'm going to try not to. The next one is about my parents, and it's about seeing them in heaven again. Oh, now I wrote peanut drink in honor of my daddy and my papa, because this is where I learned how to take a Coke bottle. And it's got to be a glass bottle, and you got to drop peanuts in there, okay? so oh here comes some here comes some comments <laughs> y'all i might need to just go get some tissue um yes part of the legacy um here hugging me through the screen i guess i guess yes yay tish okay so this was about peanut drinks If you're from the South, now it could just be not a Southern tradition. This could be all over the world. So you guys can drop into the the chat. Have you guys ever had a Coke bottle, glass Coke bottle, and got you like a pack of planters, peanuts, and dropped those jokers into there? I would love it if you tell me that you've had this experience. Because now if you did, and you've got to have to do it. Now I'm challenging y'all right now. So let me see. You can put it in the chat. And you can tell me, have you ever had a Coke bottle with peanuts? Let's see. First person to chat is gonna get the winning ebook. <laughs> Tish got it. I watched my cousins do that, but I didn't. Well, you know what, Ryder D. Rosier. No, ma'am, I'm a New Yorker and we don't do that up north. Well, you know what? You can do it in honor of me and you can say cheers and you can try it. Well, so Tish, she knows about it. Michelle, yeah, the challenge is on. Challenge is on. All right. So, Tish, Tish, you got the first ebook. It's coming your way. Tish, want to ebook? Okay, okay. All right, we ready? Michelle, I'm leaving that up there because I'm guilt-tripping you. Oh, Mary has it in Texas. It sounds interesting and it sounds delicious. It sounds delicious because it is, so you guys got to try it. Michelle, I'm leaving up this one because this is my challenge to y'all. You guys are going to go next time y'all in the store and y'all seeing a glass bottle Coke. Just stop by and pick up them planter salted peanuts. That's all you need. That's all you need. All right, all right. Peanut drink. All right, you ready? Where I'm from, peanuts are meant to be dropped in drinks. Glass bottles, not cans. That's not the effect you go for. You want to see those peanuts be boffin up and down to the rhythm of the coke wave two clanging together like tambourines to the palm jubilead and hallelujah from a gospel song set to repeat and then the church bells chime just as i am it's as if fate intervened, and I take a swig of that dark greatness and feel just like a queen of that rickety porch swing. Where I'm from, peanuts are meant to be dropped in drinks, can't be kept in slim packs for pockets, not mixed with jelly because I don't like it, not for brittle to make your teeth crack. Its purpose to exist is for the bottle. Surf's up, Peanut. Catch the wave. P-L-O-P. (laughs) Plop. Oh, I love it. All right. Nick's here. Nick has joined the show. Nick. Welcome, Nick. Okay, guys. Y'all got to tell me. Nick, you know, Michelle, meet Mary. We're going through some poetry. (laughs) You guys, did not they sound delicious? And when y'all are trying this, now, Nick, you just late, but that's all right. Tiz just won the 1st ebook, so we're going to be having some more questions down the line. Peanuts and Coke. Yes. See, see, Nick, tell everybody the experience is worth having. And now I've challenged them. I've challenged them. They got to go out and do it next time they're at the gas station. They got to go grab it. See, Nick's got peanuts and Coke. He knows what I'm talking about? It's worth having a point for in my book. So, yeah. And the thing is, is when you drop those peanuts, they'll start floating and they'll start clanging together. And I just imagine them like tambourines and hallelujah inside of there. Yep, absolutely. Y'all must try. So, Nick, Nick is my witness. Hey, can I get a witness open here? Yep, got one, Nick all right y'all okay so peanut drink that one's one of my favorites now one of our dear friends and sisters in Christ Allie Hendricks she's a poet too and she writes poetry on her blog and she read peanut drink and she said this one was one of her favorites out of the book and that's the thing about poetry collection so you can write 30 poems 45 points and you put it all together and you just throw it out there to the wind and you see what seed drop where and where they start to bloom in somebody's spirit and maybe it'll be you know jesus first maybe it would be that one maybe it would be i am a star that haiku it could be peanut drinks you never know right yep i got a witness got a witness okay here we go all right i did paint up the drink Ooh, safeway closed so nick i gotta show you the pictures because you just popped into the party and i shared some of the inspirations behind the book so you've seen eli and me this you know that's eli my husband so definitely these are my parents Back when they got married in 1955, and you know the boys, Solomon and Samuel, and now I'm going to transition over to some places that inspire me and bring back memories, strong memories of my childhood, and one of them is Safeway Market. And the other one is Bill's Place, which is our local restaurant that we have. And I'm going to give you guys a tour, of Bill's, well, the front, the down Main Street, so you guys can see it. Um, wish we were given a tour, because that means we could all eat that chili. <laughs> and so Safeway Market, my house was very close to here, and Mama would send me up to get little things that she might have forgot when she went to the big store. So when we would call it, We would go, we'd be going to town, which town wasn't inside the town. If I'd say we'd be going to town, it would be the next county over. And so we would go to like Harris Teeter or Wendixie or Walmart, and we'd be shopping over there. But then we had a Safeway that we would go to and we'd pick up Fatback was the best at Safeway. They sold a Rebel's Barbecue at Safeway. So there was some things, we had a great butcher there, so we would get really good meats. And then they used to have like these glass jars when you would go in and you could get cookies, peanut, like have you guys ever had those butter cookies and you could put them on your finger like a ring? Y'all, five-cent cookies out the jar, I cannot tell you the love I have for these little butter cookies. Even to this day, I love those butter cookies. So um Safeway's been around since I was a little girl and I used to go up there all the time and the people were so sweet to me, so nice to me that owned Safeway and worked in Safeway and you know it just feels like a family place and then the last time I went home to visit, Safeway closed and when Safeway closed, there was just something that my heart just, no one told me, it was like I didn't see it on Facebook. I didn't know, and I'm driving by, and I can't get my grape ice cream by the big gallon anymore. By the big tub, and I can't can't go in and get the cheese and the cookies. And I can't get the cheese at the counter. because not wrap the cheese up at the counter. By the y'all, I'm like wait a minute, Safeway closed, and it hit me, and I got all teary-eyed in the, in the car, because Safeway closed, because there again, y'all know me, my tender-hearted self, and all that, you know, that nostalgia comes back, and I could just, you know, visualize that little walk that I had, you know, through the dirt to get to Safeway, you know, to get mama something that she needed from the store, um, And then, and and I'd send the boys. I'd send the boys all the time, and the boys would stop and get their ice cream because they had their ice cream that they loved. And we'd go in there for treats. And uh, I mean, come on, y'all! I got tons of stories about going to Safeway. So Safeway closed. I didn't hear about it. No one made the announcement. Safeway closed. I saw the vacant lot. I drove by and my heart stopped. Safeway closed? Small talk at the counter. Friendly smiles and banter. Why did Safeway close? Rebel's Barbecue always in stock. The best fat back from a store. That good cheese in packets at the register. Mickey Mouse ice cream fresh vegetables from local farmers, ice for the birthday party, a cold drink after walking around with friends, carrying the boom box and blasting BC boys, flour butter cookie rings from a five-cent jar, the walk between my house and there. Get a loaf of bread. Here's a dollar. Five years old, shuffling by the broken airplane the death trap of a spinner on the playground, walking the trail like a grand adventurer. The hop, skip, jump through sand. Hurry back now. Chopped ham sandwiches to make. I didn't hear about it. No one made the announcement. Safeway closed. Because I was hearing my mama tell me that, so y'all. Yeah, bring them back, Tish, and so that's what, like, poetry does for me, so, you know, I started thinking about all the times, and all the things, and the people, and the memories, and my mama made the best ham sandwiches, I don't know if y'all ever had chopped ham sandwiches out of pack, the chopped ham out of pack, but she made the best sandwiches, and so, like poetry does it y'all poetry hits me in ways and I can express something that is so strong for me in such so little words but it takes me back it takes me back now that death trap spinner of the playground I have to mention that because Aunt Dot knows all about that because I flew off of that thing and that's why I called it the death trap spinner (laughs) oh my gosh I oh, love fried bologna. Love it. Oh, let's check out these comments. Oh, American icon saveway. You got me smelling coffee beans. tea chicken her coffee. Yep. Nick remembers the cheese. They wrapped it up in that. They wrapped it up in that um clear wrap. That saran wrap. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I came home from college and found out our Safeway closed. There's just something about it. You know, like, I know someone that had a feeling about the 7-Eleven. And then when they moved to North Carolina, they didn't have 7-Eleven anymore. And so, (laughs) every time we take a trip and there's 7-Eleven, we go in there, we got to get 7-Eleven cups, you know, we got to get the the coffee out the machine. with all the vanilla and all that. I mean, y'all, there's something about home. No, there's somebody else. But now now Eli just looked at me in the car. I'm gonna tell you when I was about to bawl about some safeway clothes, and he's just like <laughs> but y'all get me. Yeah, Tish is like slow, she's at 7 Eleven. All right, so here's y'all's challenge. I would love for you guys. To think of a place for maybe your hometown, down your street, some place that you didn't know closed, and then when you found out, it kind of hit you and put you in some type of way, and you got into your feelings about that place closing. And so, I would love it if you guys could write a poem, and because Tish is here, and she is the haiku queen. I would love it if you would try to write a haiku and put it in the chat. So let's see if I can get a brave partier today to test their haiku 575. Don't worry about capital letters or the spacing because it's not going to show right on the on the comments probably. So just try to get your lines in. You could do a dash or a a slash between your five, seven, five line. So let's do it. Oh, y'all, you can do this, y'all. Let's do it. We're writing a haiku about a place closing that we didn't know was closing. So let's do our 575. Nick is the winner. Nick was the first to do his haiku. Celebrate! woo woop! With Nick, Nick, you get an ebook. Ebook coming your way. You guys, drop your haikus. I wish I could hear you read that, Nick. No more hostess cakes. Vanilla was my favorite. Mama, where's my snacks? <laughs> Love it Oh man. Love it. All right, Nick won that challenge. Oh, oh, there's Rachel. Hey, Rachel. We have been partying. We have been reading poetry, sharing pictures, giving away ebooks, shedding some tears here and there. Oh, Tish. Now, Tish reading her poetry. Wearing a pair of chick jeans, squeezing in smaller size, looking like a fly girl. <laughs> I love it, Tish. Now, we didn't have that store, Tish. But I remember chick jeans. Oh, my gosh. Do y'all remember guest jeans? And they had, like, all the button-up flaps and the um, the triangle. Oh, they closed your school down today. <gasps> they closed my school down today. I miss R.L. Smith, sixth grade. Oh, Mary. Mary. I'm telling you. Send it. Send it. Mary's rescinding. I was telling my kids at school that we used to have in my county a Converse outlet. Michelle, we've had this conversation before. And so we used to go to the Converse outlet and um, pick up shoes of all different colors. I used to wear them in sixth grade, Mary. Now, my middle school didn't close, but my elementary school closed. And it broke not only my heart, but it broke my boys' hearts because they had fond memories of that place. And I will tell you that knowing that your school closed, it's like a part of you that you have to say goodbye to somehow. I mean, it's so far away, but I felt that. I felt that in your point, too. And then, was it last week or the week before? It was recent. Open up Facebook and then my elementary school had caught on fire. And man, it was so tough seeing it. Just seeing it in flames on that picture. And I, and I shared it with the boys in case they were going to see it. And they're like, oh man, no, I can't believe it. And Yeah, it was a sad thing. So Mary, you just brought back. That, for me, Tish is asking, was that a true story? Yeah. Okay, let's see. Let's do it. We are going to honor Stan Lee tomorrow in school. And, uh, so Michelle, we get to honor somebody I know you love. Okay, we're ready for more poetry. We're ready. Let's see what's next. Let's see what's next. Okay. Now listen, it's just worth Bill's Place hot dogs. Guys, I'm telling y'all right now. Okay. Oh, yeah. Where's my snacks? Said Michelle to Nick. Where's my Bill's Place? Oh, here's Mary's in the west one. She's resented. They closed my school down. I miss R.L. Smith 6th grade. Just the dirt remains. Mm. Man. Oh, man. Oh, Nick's got a new one. All night skating rink. Music blasting, skating fast, missing rainbow rink. Oh, wow, Nick look at you poets in the house tish yep tish said you're on a roll with the haiku go nick nick wrote two guys all right nick haiku poets up in here thank you mary nick tish all right michelle waiting on your haiku something did something close yeah, Nick, I could see you. Did they have a disco ball in that skating rink? They do all the lights and all swishing around. I, I broke my arm skating. So me in the skating rink, oh, no, oh, no. I broke my arm in fifth grade, Mary. We're going back to middle school. <laughs> Fell on the side. My cousin come, come home from Georgia and she was pulling me with a rope. Y'all don't ever do this. Don't ever get pulled with a rope while you're on skates because eventually that girl going to let go. So now you see. Oh, Kiss is calling out Happy Harper. Harper wants to write a haiku, Michelle. <laughs> Your kidding, Michelle. Uh which is like fact versus fiction because the other half of this book is from all my characters. I love that Tish. Love that. Okay, okay. So this one is for Bill's place. So you guys, y'all saw the counter, y'all saw what that was like. Imagine yourself sitting there. Okay. The title of this haiku, since so, so all the haiku roll tissue. She's already heard this one, y'all. Can a hot dog be that special? I'll tell you why I put it in the book that way. But that's the name of the title of the poem. Bill's Place has the best hot dogs ever made on earth. Chili to die for. And if anybody is watching this, from maxton they gonna know or have went there even surrounding counties or wherever y'all know what i'm talking about so we got to represent and we got to pay honor to that bill's place and natalie and all the work that she does in our community to give us a place to go tish trust me best hot dog you ever ever have is bill's place hot dogs right downtown all right guys so now You guys, I want to try to, like, show you guys. See, see, Nick has called out his favorite hot dogs, and that's just because he hasn't had Bill's Place hot dogs. If Max and people would ever watch this, they would be like, oh, yeah, best hot dog ever. So he's called out Jane Coney Island, best hot dogs. So, now, y'all, I would always – like see people eating hot dogs off of like a hot dog cart i've always wanted to do that but where i'm from we don't have hot dog carts pushing up down the street we got bills place so i don't know if y'all ever had a hot dog cart hot dog y'all can tell me how that experience is i want to visit michelle so bad i'm wondering if michelle's had hot dog hot dog uh, cart hot dogs okay yeah tish we're having hot dogs this week, and i want to tell you, I was prepping for this <laughs> before I was making my list out. And so I got chili, hot dogs. Now, we make it, the only way we make our hot dogs is chili, onions, and mustard. That's it. And so the chili, onions, and mustard, that's what we're putting on our hot dogs. All that other stuff, no. All that cheese and all that stuff. Now, we do have these specialty places because Solomon loves sup dogs at Chapel Hill. He loves that. And he's like, "Mama, that's the best. And they got all kinds of stuff they put on top of hot dogs. But we're talking about Bill's Place hot dogs, mustard, onions, chili. All the way. That's when you say all the way. That's it. <laughs> Michelle said, not Harper. Don't call out Harper. I don't know how we're going to try to do it. Oh no, Tish! Oh no, no, no! Tish is calling out different kinds of dogs. Tish pickles on a hot dog. Oh my gosh, y'all! Tish is talking pickles on a hot dog. And you can write some haikus about a hot dog later, Tish. and Put pickles on it, all you want. Your Chicago hot dog. This one's this one's Bill's place. Bill's place magic right here. <laughs> so when I called it. What in the world? Um, Dirty water hot dogs here. I don't even want to know. Do I want to know? <laughs> Do I want to know? Michelle, um, should I be using Googling for good right now? Or should I Google for good? Because I don't know what the world you're talking about, but that, that I don't know. <laughs> All right, my sweet dear friends are chatting away about some kind of dirty water hot dogs, but if it's not the literal meaning of dirty water dogs, apparently it means something else. And guess what? Nick knows. Nick is either laughing that Tish is putting pickles on hot dogs, or he's laughing it at Michelle knows what she's talking about. He had that when he lived in New York, so he's talking about Michelle. Well. Uh, are you a witness to Michelle's conversation here? Nick, are you just a witness for everybody? That's what I was saying. So you've ate off of one of them hot dog carts. They boil, steam it, and then you get some relish. So that's a dream, Michelle. I, I got to put it on my bucket list because I do have that when I go to New York, I want to go to Central Park. Um, You know, I want to see Phantom of the Opera on Broadway, of course. You got to put that. I put that on there years ago, but that'll never happen. But a hot dog cart? I could do a hot dog cart. I got to add it to my bucket list, Michelle. Because I've always wanted that. I've always wanted it. See what movies can do They can make it seem so glamorous. And then my friend over here is talking about how it's amazing. But I didn't know it was called it. I guess that's the name of the people, the company, Three Hundred Dogs. Nice. Nice. It's salty liquid. That's like dirty water dogs. Solomon said yesterday, Mom, it's a shame they called it uh, the athlete's foot. <laughs> we in the middle of the ball. He's like, look at that name of that. I was like, I like, never thought of that before. Dirty water dogs is what we call it. All right, Michelle, you have taught us something new. Now you can write a haiku about it, Michelle. And all of that time. And you can put it all on social media for all of us to see. (laughs) All right. So now, here's how my kid gets in here. Way later. And it's called Bill's Place Continued. It's text messages between me and Solomon. (laughs) So, you guys. This is poetry because it's in the book, so I can now call it text poetry, text message poetry. I don't know if it has an official title, but we are calling it text message poetry. It's a conversation, text message poetry. It matters. Me. I wrote a haiku for Bill's Place. I love it. Solomon. Awesome. Me. Probably the first of its kind. Solomon. You know I dreamed about Bill's Place. Me. Really? What did you dream? Solomon. About me ordering tons of Bill's Place like a grocery cart. Me. OMG, I want that dream. No, wait. I want that in real life. Solomon. Yeah. Text message poetry. Bill's Place continued. All right, guys. So that is how a place can really stick to your heart and your stomach. I do have one in here Daredevil Life. And it's about me being on that spinner and Aunt Dot. Okay, so this one is in honor of my Aunt Dot. That's it, Tish. Tish Scott it written memories with me and Solomon. And Michelle said, Text message poetry. I have started a new trend, it might be out there. There's millions of people out there in the world who might be doing text message poetry. If I'm the first one, well, y'all copyright <laughs> Stunning it right now, stamp it 5 2 2021 at 247. <laughs> the inventor of text message poetry <laughs> this is in the paper of fiction. <sighs> And memories forever, Tish, because you know who I write for. I write for the Lord. I write for my youngs. So they got this forever, right? <sighs> okay. So this is the honor of my Aunt Dot, and it's called Daredevil Life. Imagine life spinning that fast on its axis, like I'm falling off the world, barely hanging on to the silver railing of that metal death trap. How did he ever pass inspection? A playground holding more sand than grass. She said I flew off once, got so daggum mad I stopped away, swearing off adventure. I will never ride again. But I did, and I did, and I did. Around and around and around I went. Her voice hits me now. Not my squeals or laughter, but her. Be careful. Remember when you fell off. She doesn't stop me. She lets me fly. Reminds me how very close we all are to the edge. On the very next trip, reckless abandonment spinning once more, barely hanging on. Now, that is the death trap spinner that was in the playground between my house and Safeway that we can't believe passed inspection for any playground to ever be on. And I don't know if you guys have ever been on it, but it's this metal contraption. It's got the bars that come out, and that joker was spinning so fast, I believe it had some kind of magic motor in there. So, um, so that's how that one got in there. Because it's also mentioned in the Safeway poem. So it kind of comes back. So both of those came back. But I wanted to take you guys on a trip. So let me see if I can get this to work so you guys can see my hometown. Okay. So there's Bill's place. There's Safeway. It's all a little small town life for me. And now I'm just going to pull up Google and I'm going to do. Bill's Place Hot Dogs. And we are going to get to go and we're going to get to travel. Y'all, there's my hometown. There's my main street. And so when I talk about main streets in my books, this is it. This is my inspiration. Um, I can't tell y'all how many times I've walked up and down this main. And there's Bill's Place. Look, look, you guys can see it right through. Oh, no, you missed it. Go back, go back. There it is. You see, look, that looks like Natalie right there. It could be. But look right here. You see all them stools, y'all? And it's place to be packed up full all around, too. And then to call in. And y'all, this is where I went and got my hair done. You can come right here. I had my hair done. Y'all, I'm telling you, this Chinese place, this is my hometown, and this is my main street. Such wonderful memories of this place, and I wanted to share all of that with you guys. Yep, there was Bill's place, so now you know. Now you know it's a real place. Yes. Look. Look. Quaint little town, great place for a cozy mystery for your inspiration. Yes, cozy mystery town for sure. And so even with the Sunday Killer, so if you guys, that's coming out August 31st, Bill's Place keeps getting mentioned. Um, It's not just in this book, Fact versus Fiction. It's actually in the Sunday Killer. And in the book, Ben is always wanting to go to Bill's Place. So I'm honoring it there, but I do like Bill's Place shakes too. They don't have shakes there. So that's where the little fiction comes in a little bit. Um, but he's talking about ice cream and, and shakes. And so it, it's kind of an extension of, if you would ask your characters, what is their favorite place to eat? Sure enough, it happened to be Benjamin's favorite place to eat it was Bill's Place. Um, y'all know now I got Bill's Place on the brain. And once you start thinking about it and call it out, you really want it to me and us. this really bad. All right. So some of the other poems is when I went on a vacation with the boys. Conversation with me and my best friend about how frizzy my hair is, and it is called Woe Is Hair." <laughs> yes. Now this one is for my mama. Corners catching you, and I can read it, y'all. It's about my memories of my mama and my daddy, and um, that one would really make me cry. So you read that one, and you you read corners catching you, and you you. You'll know my heart there. Not going to be able to do this one either. Um, but I will let y'all know point number 11 is very special to me. Um, and I'll tell y'all how it came about. Grandma Myrtle's house. So Grandma Myrtle lived down the street from me. And I was at my Grandma Myrtle's every single day. Okay, so I was at my Aunt Dots and Grandma Myrtle's. And y'all, that was part of my upbringing of my life um and I had to honor my grandma I wrote a book about her a children's book called Myrtle's Garden and it's to honor how much she had a garden in town y'all know I love playing I've got my own garden in the backyard but it's in pots right now because me and Eva ain't got our land yet but when we get some land I'm gonna have garden like my grandma my granny um but I went to a poetry reading And it was supposed to be at the Chapel Hill Library, but because due to COVID, they had canceled the event. And so the organizers uh, got together and they were going to hold it online. And it was to honor Jewish poets and their words. And I went and had an opportunity to just be completely blessed and blown away. And, And I paused in the middle of that. And while the, the poetry was rolling off and these amazing poets were sharing their words from their published work, I pulled up my notes on my phone, because that's where I write all my poetry, and typing away, typing away, and I wrote Grandma Myrtle's House. So this one is, um, this one will make me cry, so... Uh, just know that that one was after, um. well, during the event that I went to. Okay. Light is You. Now, this one is for my husband. So, number, f- number 13 is Light is You. So. Mm-hmm. That'll make me cry. I know. I can't. I can't do them. So I'm I'm moving. I'm moving. This is party. But it's my party and I'll cry if I want to. (laughs) No. Don't cry. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. I got one. It's not going to make me cry. It's not. This one. It's called Not a Spy. I read this one to my friend the other day and she laughed. And Michelle knows this one. So Michelle and I were texting y'all because I knew something was going on with Sam and he knows he's in this book i shared the poetry with him before i published it so nick i'm not calling out my young but he knows but michelle and i we're going back and forth man oh my gosh so michelle when you hear this one you're going to remember it and you know it deserved to be in the book so it's called not a spy you are acting suspicious Mysterious, secretive, saying strange things, asking uncharacteristic questions like, do you believe in love at first sight? And how did you know she was the one? Also, did you know round trip tickets cost over $6,000? Are you a spy? Uh, Are you talking to a girl? A girl. Thank God you aren't a spy. Wait, a girl? (laughs) Y'all, true story right there. It's called Fact for a Reason. Fact for a Reason. My baby. Talk to a girl. First love. In a book. In a book. Maybe Michelle will remember that day. He could have been a a pirate. He could have been. Talking to a girl. (laughs) It was hilarious. Don't you remember that, girl? We were chasing back and forth about Sam. Don't think we were I was like, what is he asking all this stuff? He was like, Eli. Eli, how did you know Mama was the one? that baby that baby asking stuff like that at the dinner table come on what's that about so how do you approach that kind of conversation with your kids right yeah yeah now mama moments right there mama moments tease they gotta capture them in a book (laughs) all right now this one is a serious more of a serious poem about me and solomon and he knows it's here, so, um, and it's like when, you, when you're at crossroads in your life, and, and you're dealing with an adult son, and then, you know, are making choices in an adult life. So, what happens there? So, that has to be captured, in fact, versus fiction, because um, that's where I am right now, and this book was just published uh, two days ago, so... It's called his life, not mine. Times like these, my stomach swirls, and my head feels all cloudy with advice and decisions and choices and what-ifs and right things to say, and pray that I don't say the wrong ones. And none of them are even for me. But it pulls at me like a tractor digging me across digging rows because I want his joy to run over that coffee cup, his feet planted firmly, his garden rich with possibilities and opportunities, and more and more than could ever fit in one small seed packet. But I can't say what that looks like because it's his garden, his mind, his life. He sees it. I don't. I see mine, what I see for him. But it's his life. Again, I remind myself. His joy to catch in a jar and watch it light up. His seeds to plant and water and nurture and grow. I want great things. I want it all for him. So I sit and listen. I throw the ball of ideas around with him, just like we once play catch in the backyard. Back and forth we go as he decides. And my heart sighs. I let go. I'm the lucky one. Because he talks to me about these things, little things, big things, and all the things in between. My joy. That one is my number 15. His life, not mine. sweetheart, this next one, Nick. I ain't gonna cry, so I'm gonna keep showing that one. Was it gonna make me cry? It's gonna say, Don't cry. This was a don't cry. What you left behind, moonbeams are here, and that's what you left me. That one is, um, a part of that galaxy poem at the beginning. So, you guys, um, you know, that one's about my parents. Number 16, number 17, the spirit is strong. With this one, um, that one's from a conversations and I've had these with multiple people, but this one, um, is from one of my friends. Sweet tea dreaming, y'all, sweet tea dreaming. Now, my, my youngin' actually gets goosebumps he makes sleeping sweet tea and he drinks it for the first time, especially if he hadn't had in a couple days, and so. Sam now makes all the tea in the house. That's his job. Uh, I got to pass on my mom's recipe for sweet tea. And so, and please tell me, Michelle, please tell me. I know you don't have Coke and peanuts, but tell me you've got sweet tea because I just need to know that, that you do put your sugar in your tea, even though I know it's maybe not a New York thing. because so I need to know. I need to know. So this is this is to honor my child and his absolute love of sweet tea. Lipton gives him goosebumps. The long sigh. Welcoming a friend back home from a long trip. Hugging a loved one after an absence Benjamin in your show when you hadn't had the time before. That ooey gooey kind of love for two cups of sugar to a gallon. Sweet tea. Like mama made. Lipton's finest. Black tea bags. Count out seven. Oil bubbling. Caffeinated heaven high. Sweet tea drinking. Sweet tea dreaming. Sweet tea dreaming, y'all. Gotta give some props to the Lipton. I'm not sponsored by Lipton. Don't get no payback for that. Call it out a company brand, but that's the one, y'all. <laughs> Called her out, Tish. Now. Oh no. She's a no sugar tea person. Michelle, we need to talk. Okay. We have to have a serious conversation right now. So you got to get seven tea bags, lips and tea bags, black tea, and you put them bags in a pot and you boil that joker. And after you boil them, you let it steep for about five minutes. You can set the timer and then you get you a big gallon jug and you put two cups of sugar in there and you pour that tea and you stir it around and there's your sweet tea, honey there's your sweet tea and then you can thank me i know i know we have the gift of friendship and you trust me so i'm just saying <laughs> tish for real she'd be drinking water out the tap tish she'd be drinking water out the tap because that at the elder's house not at my house priscilla you would not make it in texas and maybe not noon in north carolina <laughs> We would have to have some water for, we'd have to have, now, now when I'm sick, I do put honey in tea, and I will make that, because Eli, he does that, but guess where Eli's from up north, so y'all know, y'all know, he's brought that mess home with him, so Michelle, we do that too, with the honey, with the hot tea, but we put ours in the refrigerator, we have cold sweet tea, all right, all right, I can't read the next one. I can go on and put Nick's thing up. I can put Nick's thing up. Let me go. Let me go. He's already told me I can cry, but no, I'm going to go with the one that says don't cry. <laughs> That's a don't cry poem. Number 19. A poem to my house. No. Tish Michelle know about that. I, I can't read that one. And then the last one I wrote about is spring break and about all the pollen. And then we're moving over to part two, which is fact versus fiction. And guys, this one is all about where it's got Sweet Potato Jones. It's got Mary Oxendine from Offbeat, The Hartwell Chronicles. So it's got it's got Jamie Locklear, Tyler Locklear. It has Victoria Hartwell. Brinkley makes headlines. I've got I've got haikus in here. I have got Bill Pepper Jones, Maze Jones. So, I've got it all up in here. Oh, yep. My boyfriend's back is in here. And, of course, Luca. Love over pizza. His sister Angel is in here. The last haiku. I'm going to do one haiku, though, from Luca. And it's based on a line from the book. Boys, want to hear Brinkley? Oh, oh. Let's go to Brinkley for the boys, for the boys it is called the hero yes yes the hero okay all right boys this is a haiku about brinkley from brinkley makes headlines pillows dance on sky farmer prays for cats and dogs brinkley obliges And so here we have this farmer praying for cats and dogs. But what we say about cats and dogs is that it's raining like cats and dogs. And that farmer is wanting some rain. So he's praying for rain and Brinkley obliges. Love that haiku. Thank you, Tish pillows dance on sky farmer prays for cats and dogs Brinkley obliges oh oh we take a request we take a request I want to hear sweet potato Jones sweet potato Jones okay okay let me see so you want to hear oh they love Brinkley oh okay so we've got I've got a few from sweet potato let me go. Let me go. Now, I got it from different POVs because this is POV poetry. I don't know if that's a thing. I might have made it up. So, if I made it up, y'all can say, Jean was the first one ever did POV poetry. i probably not. I'm sure. I haven't Googled it. Okay. Okay. So, I got one from Ray, which is Ray Patterson, Miss Sunshine's boy. So, that's coming after you. So that one, I don't know. Let's see. I've got different point of views in here for Sweet Potato. Oh, you found me from Sweet Potato Jones. And this one is from Sweet Potato. Okay. I can do that one. I can do, and there's one from Belle, and there's one from May. So Okay. Tish says sweet potato, here it is, here it is, it's called, you found me, okay, and of course, y'all know who it's for, my people who's very sweet potato, y'all know, y'all know her love, you took the words inside my head and brought them breath, like cut flowers from the field I once slept in, you didn't care, Neither did Wildflower Lane, and that matters more than a pocket full of gold or a pot at the end of the rainbow when you are my ray of light. Brought me out of my hiding spot to see possibilities and breath. Hope has wings and I am flying. I am soaring, catching your brilliance on the tip of my tongue. So sweet I can taste it. Lungs filled, heart raced, once out of place, now home, at last sigh. Emotions caught in circular patterns. I could stand in and feel faith pulsing down to my fingertips, my toes, and all of me knows it's because you found me. Sweet potato. Talking that love to Ray Patterson. Because he found her, and he didn't care that she once slept in a field of flowers. And neither did Wildflower Lane, which they would have named that field, of course, because they were very imaginative lot. So that is some sweet potato poetry. That was sweet potato's point of view. So I hope that you guys have loved hanging out today I know I have loved hanging out and I've got one more book to give away one more ebook and it's going to be the first person that puts in the chat not this book not from this book but you gotta think you gotta channel it and say so I can go out and and find a new one you know where this is going y'all what is your favorite poem What is your favorite point that now I can go out and learn something about you? So we had Tish, we had Nick, got e-book. Let's see. What's your favorite point? What's your favorite point? Let's see who's wanting to share their favorite, your favorite point Let's see, <gasps> phenomenal woman, man, I love it so much. I wish I could read it, but I don't have the rights to it. But I can go and get it for you guys. It's on the Poetry Foundation, man. I love it so much. I'm going to put it in the chat. Tish knows just how much. I don't shout or jump about or have to talk real loud. Man, I put it in the link, guys. Yesterday in boot camp, Michelle, I challenged them to go to YouTube and watch My Angelo actually reads Still I Rise. I don't know if you've ever seen it or not, but I'm going to put that one in the chat too because um, I shared that one this week and then I shared it with um, Boot Camp yesterday to watch her read. I don't know if you've ever seen this video or not, but guys, this is like a parting gift to all of (laughs) y'all. Go watch that YouTube video. (laughs) Go watch more poetry. Hey, watch Steel Eye Ride. I love it. everything by Maya. Yes. All uh, right, Michelle won. Michelle won. Yes, Michelle. Her favorite line was from there because it's a celebration of a quiet spirit. The first time I saw quiet nature like mine be appreciated. Yes. Yay! You get Fight versus Fiction. Ebook coming your way. Oh, so you've seen her perform Still I Rise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Love it. Well, all right, guys. I am so thankful that y'all got to hang out with me today. If you have not checked out any of my uh, books yet, you can go to Amazon and type in Jen Lowry. And you can find Fact versus Fiction, Southern Poetry. This is book two in my Southern Poetry collection. I want to give a special shout out to one of our WWJs, Sherry Mercer, because it was her idea for us to be able to do story seeds in the month of March while we were prepping for NaNoWriMo. So each day we did story seeds and we planted seeds of ideas on in my journal that I always keep beside me, number 14 says, a book of new poetry. And so not only did I write fact versus fiction, Southern poetry, I also wrote Hello Words, Silly, Serious, and Scary Poems. And these are for fourth grade and up. And that book is going to be coming out soon, Michelle. Because my cover designer is working hard on the cover. I can't wait to see what she comes up with. I will be sharing everything out with you guys. So y'all follow me on social media at Jen Lowry Writes. I am so thankful for all of you guys. I had the best time celebrating. I hope that you love the poems in the book and then you got to know a little bit more about me because it is a fact that the first part of this book is all about me and my life and then the next part of the book part two is fiction so it is character pov and you get to step into maybe some of my other characters so thank you guys for coming and celebrating with me today you guys are Y'all don't know how much it has blessed me to be able to have y'all here for the party. And for people catching it on the replay, sorry you didn't get an opportunity to win an ebook, But if you email me, JenLowryWrites at gmail.com, and let me know that you want to be into my next raffle with my newsletter subscribers, you can sign up for my newsletter. I can send you the link or you can go to www.JenLowryWrites.com. You can sign up for my newsletter, and I'm always doing giveaways with my newsletter subscribers, too. So I hope that y'all have a blessed one. Bye, guys. Love y'all. Love y'all.